Welcome back to Philly Take with RB. You know what to do. Smash the like, hit the subscribe, and hit that notification bell. That way you're always notified when I upload or go live. Today we're back, and the Sixers get a pretty good win last night against the LA Clippers, advancing to 39-17. and 17. Obviously, it was a game we didn't expect a lot of energy from, given the fact that Kawhi was out, and Tobias, and Curry, and Dwight Howard, and Pat Beverly, and Ibaka. We thought it was just going to be another one of those games on the schedule, but it ended up being pretty exciting, and the Sixers down the stretch, late defensive stops. Joel Embiid is the best player in basketball this season. I mean, if you don't see this by now, how can you not say that he's the best player in basketball? Three games in a row now, once again, with over 35 points. He's just simply unstoppable. Paul George had a pretty good game for the Clippers, but late on the last possession, Ben Simmons stops him from even getting the ball. I thought he was supposed to be on Paul George earlier in this game, even though Doc didn't elect to go with that. And for the last possession, Ben locked them up. It went to Morris. They missed the three, and the Sixers won. Um, a lot of intriguing plays from yesterday, but Ben Simmons is the topic of today's video because Ben Simmons actually did an interview with GQ Magazine yesterday. I thought we would, you know, come on here and react to it together. Shout out to everybody who's been showing love, man. Go follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a rating and a review. We have two more to read today. Like I said, guys, you guys leave ratings and reviews we read them on the show um appreciate everybody that's helping me to grow the brand and the channel uh shout out to keith Pattyag coming in and says just had to do it normally i wouldn't waste my time to write reviews but you have to give respect where it's due rb is entertaining and one of my favorite people to listen to when it comes to philly sports i love my sixers and having someone with a voice sharing his personal opinions makes me feel more involved with the sixer community thank you rb for the time and effort you put to provide us with entertainment quality content hope you blow up on youtube keith thank you so much that means a lot my man really appreciate that and shout out to gg luke w on tiktok says Best Philly podcast in the world, hype and honest sports takes. Let's go. MVP. Shout out my TikTok, GG Luke. Shout out to you, bro. Thank you for the review. And Keith, thank you as well. Look, man. Oh, yeah. One more thing I got to say before we get into this. Um, today's going to be a little bit of a reaction video. And speaking of reactions, uh, we have a second channel where content will be uploaded very, very soon. Um, let's try to hit that to 500 subscribers, man. Appreciate everybody that is seeing the vision and the journey. But yeah, man, let's get right into this. So Ben Simmons did an interview with GQ Magazine, GQ Sports. Um, shout out to Tyler Tynes, who uh, was the writer of this story and conducted the interview. Uh, he had a he did a great job, to be honest, from what I saw so far. But I want to come on here and react to this because there was a lot of things that I saw um, that had me feeling, uh, you know, different, indifferent about it. So I want to get your guys' opinions down in the comments. Um, but Ben Simmons did this interview and, um, you know, he, he starts off obviously giving information about Simmons being drafted and all that. We already know that. Um, he, he starts off by asking him, where can I get some good wine at? Because uh, Ben Simmons, I think, is sponsored um, by one of these companies in Australia. Yeah, we don't care about that. We don't care about that. Um, his style, we don't care about that. Call of Duty, right? Ben Simmons loves his video games. Um, 
<laughs> Come on, man. Um, I'm not. I could rock with a little Call of Duty. I'm great, but I know what I know what I'm doing. How could you set me up? I would have to play with you. All right, Ben. Phase, right? What made you want to invest in Phase? Come on, man. Where's the basketball stuff at? You know what I mean? Come on. Come on, Tyler. Um. Why are so many players visibly attracted to gaming? Is it just how the new generation of athletes operate? That's a good question. Um, that's just the gaming world. It's more acceptable because you're making money from it. Well, we know that. Um, there have been fans and pundits who say that athletes like they did to David Price. And by the way, like I said, some of this I have not seen yet. I saw a couple things about uh, some comments about the team, but I didn't see this stuff. Um some people say that David Price was too focused on gaming and it messed with their pro responsibilities. Does that possibility that someone could say you're not focused on basketball because you're playing too many video games bother you at all? Interesting. Interesting. I heard he hit him with some, some hard questions. Uh, they also aren't in my life. They're not in my world. They don't know when I'm playing video games. That's just people guessing at the end of the day. So I'm not going to take anybody guessing or anything like that over what I know I'm doing with my life. That's a little weird to be saying about somebody else's life if you don't even know. I mean, I, I hear you, Ben, but at the same time, it's also like, you know, you post this stuff on your social media. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you post it right there. You know, you're sponsored by FaZe and all that. So, um, I mean, we, we have the right to speculate. You know what I mean? Like, you're an athlete in our city, so we want to see you be the best you can. Um, I understand that because I'm a Philly guy. I've seen everything my city has had to say about you. So, let's... All right. So, Tyler Tynes is from Philadelphia. Uh, let's dispel some myths. The thing I loved about you in your career is that when someone says something, you shoot right back at them. <laughs> like that announcer for the Washington Wizards who said you were the most overrated player in the NBA. <laughs> uh, that dude was a uh, that dude was an imbecile to be honest. I mean, he's like I say, he's broadcasting the Washington Wizards, so that tells you everything uh, that you need to know. Ben says the peop the thing with people is that they think they know something so well, and this guy thinks he knows basketball so well, and that may be because he watched the games, but does he really know the game? Did he grow up playing the game? Has he been in different situations? Has he run the point guard? Has he played at his level? Everybody wants to feel like they know the game, and that's just not the case. Draymond says it all the time. That's not the case. Um, I mean, I agree with that. You know, even us, like us fans, we we've never played at the professional level. There are things that go on behind the scenes um, that we don't see. Now, there are other things that we do see that aren't as complicated. But um, that guy for the Wizards was just he was an idiot. He was just a straight idiot. And um, I, I mean, I don't think Ben Simmons is overrated. I don't. Um, I wish he would live up more to his potential right now, but he's not overrated. Um, but yeah. Let's see. Um, I can't worry about that because right now we're first in the Eastern Conference. If I was doing something completely wrong, I don't think we'd be in this position. Right now we're sitting first and hopefully going to end first this season. As long as I keep my mind straight and focus on the things I need to, we're fine. I mean, yeah, but but still, I mean, we're, we're being led by a man who's on a mission Joel Embiid we have Tobias Harris who's taking a step up right we have a new a uh, new culture new shift so I mean you know I, I hear what you're saying like we are playing good team basketball but still you know we we still need the best out of everybody every night um do you find it frustrating you see so many people outside of your team who confidently want to tell you about yourself 
I'm at the stage now where I try to ignore everybody. I don't go on Twitter. I don't read too much into people, what people are saying. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> I mean, a every athlete at this point, there's no way that you can really avoid it unless you just don't have a phone. Like, but Ben Simmons definitely sees this stuff. I mean, this is why he makes comments, right? He makes subtle comments sometimes like at this guy or this guy or what they're saying about him, you know, keep that same energy, stuff like that. Um, he might try to stay off it more, but everybody sees it in my eyes. Um, he says, I don't watch ESPN. I don't watch SportsCenter. They'll tell you if someone puts ESPN in my house, it's going straight off. I, I believe that. I'm, I mean, Ben does seem like that kind of, you know, in a way, arrogant guy that's like, you know, I don't, I don't want them in my house. Like, they're going to say stuff about, I don't want that, you know? I would probably be the same way, though. I can't even lie. You know, you try to say one thing, and then it's uh, it's interpreted five different ways. Um, there's no Sports Center unless there's a game going on. There's no Stephen A., um turn that off it's how i am it's going from people watching and enjoying sports and a couple people talking to you're in vegas and you see the tickers explaining all these comments yo that's a fact though ben is not lying there that's a fact you know like i just said you get things misinterpreted on a bunch of different ways you know it's all for clicks man it's all for clicks um how do you fix it if you aren't playing as well as you need to you have certain people in your world. I've got the six. This is where I started to get into and, and see some of this stuff. It says I got the organization, my family, agents, coaches, high school coaches. Just because I'm not listening to the dude on TV and these guys on the radio doesn't mean I don't have people. Who's to say they're correct? Most of these guys have jobs where they've never played the game. I mean, that's a fact. That's a fact. Everyone's got their own little core, their circle. Just because Ben, you know, doesn't go on these radio shows, that doesn't mean I, I never thought that that meant like. You know, he, he's just, he's not listening to anybody. I just think he likes to do his own thing. Um, Let's see. It always feels that people are yelling these things. It's not a conversation, but I feel like when I talk to athletes, they're willing to talk. Are you open to critiques about hoops or are you someone who wants all of it to be shut out? It depends on who I'm talking to. We talk about it all the time in the locker room. Guys are telling me, Ben, you need to do this. And I'm like, all right, bet I got you. That's the great thing about having good people in your circle they're able to tell you and talk to you and help you with different things about your life. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of people talking to you, Ben. I'm sure there is. Who's the person on the team now, whether it's Doc, Sam, or Joel, who's that person for you? Doc Rivers, of course, Sam Cassell, Joel, and I would say Dwight. All great influences on this organization. Um, I love what all of them have done for this team, man. I love what all of them have done. Dwight Howard, how is he in that role? He's great. He expects me to come out and do my thing every night and he knows I'm capable of that. He's been somebody who's been pushing me every game and let me know how special I can be on the floor. This is where I, this is what I saw, and, and this is what I wanted to get into, man. What I mean to this team and that he's been great. Then Joel, he's been telling me to be aggressive every game. I know that gets the team going when I'm out there. Being aggressive, that gets everybody going. Let me highlight it. Look at this. So Ben is acknowledging, he's acknowledging, when I, I know that it gets the team going when I'm out there being aggressive, that gets everybody going. That's all we're asking for, Ben. Mismatch, take it. One-on-one, -on -one, take it. Right? Last night, he had a great defensive game, but 12 points, nine shot attempts, we're still going to need more in the playoffs, right? When you have the mismatch, you attack it. 
We could talk about the jump shot. We want you to get back. Ben can literally average 25 a night without a jump shot. Like, that's how good he is. And we want to see him be that good because it optimizes our offense and it makes us the best team possible. And I'm sure Dwight and Joel and Sam Cassell keep on telling him this thing. And he's acknowledging it right here. And he has been in the media. You know what I mean? If When I am aggressive, this team is much better on an overall scale. That's all we've been saying. That's all we've been saying. Yes, you can be special on the floor, Ben. <laughs> I agree. When you're out there being aggressive, it you know, it, it sets a tone. Like last night we came out, Ben was aggressive early on. It set the tone because when Ben pushes that, floor, that ball off the floor, he's so fast and big and strengthy and everything that it gets every, it, it sets the pace. You know what I mean? And I agree. So you got to keep that up. You got to keep that mentality, you know, whether you, whether you have to remind yourself or whatever. Um, that's what you have to do. And, and a great follow-up. Shout out to uh, Tyler, man. Great follow-up question here. It says, what is aggressive basketball to you? Because in some respects, I think people would be like, Ben Simmons needs to cross the half court and go directly to the rim because he's one of the best athletes in the world. But a lot of times you go right to the rim and then look to pass around the arc. <laughs> I mean, he's coming right at him. Can't really avoid it that much yeah laughs <laughs> that's what people don't get that's another part of the game some guys will not be able to get shots off or get open shots if there weren't certain players on the floor absolutely agree the way i look at my game is if you're going to guard me one-on-one i'm going to go at this guy every time ben that is that is what we ask you to do if you're one-on-one, -on -one, usually the guy on you is going to be smaller and you got to take that mismatch right i, I mean if that's the way you look at it, you can't pass up on Matthew Dellavedova and Grayson Allen and Chris Shield. No, you can't do that. He'll take it on Luca. He'll take it on Giannis. Ben, I mean, you're saying the right things. I mean, this is what we want from you. But the majority of the time, teams try to load up against me because they know I can get to the rim whenever. No, they load up on you because they know you're scared to shoot a 15-foot shot and you won't do it. If you did that, I mean, there is no stopping Ben Simmons. If they have to take a step out and keep you honest, there is no stopping Ben. There is no stopping him. But he still hasn't done it, you know? When teams do that, I'm finding my guys. All they got to do is pull the trigger, and I trust my guys. Still, Ben, you know, in the, in the big situations, um, again, if they're going to guard you one-on-one, -on -one, you take it every time. I saw a couple instances last night where he just he did just that. And there is no, like... Obviously, he has to get a little better finishing around the rim, but he's just too good. You know what I mean? When he is attacking, when he's aggressive, there's just, and this is without a jump shot. That's why the sky is the limit. And that's why we want that. We want more from Ben. The one thing you've been saying to the press consistently this year is I'm defensive player of the year. What has sparked that in you? Because we don't often hear you make a claim like that frequently. It's the same with people all around me. I tell them all the time, yo, I'm defensive player of the year. I'm not even questioning it right now. I know I am. That's a fact. Numbers, certain stats are cool with certain players, but at the end of the day, you know, the example would be last night. I was supposed to guard KD. We match up well size-wise. KD's out. The next person I'm guarding is Kyrie. Who's doing that? It's not many players who are doing that. And it, to be doing it at a high level... I don't think there's anybody else really doing that. I mean, Kawhi, when he was playing defense like that, of course, but there's not too many guys. And then Tyrell says, didn't Kyrie have like 37 last night, though? Yeah, but we won. His plus minus was negative, too. It was minus 13. I'm sorry, Ben. Um, you were wrong on that one. I'm sorry. Tyrell got you on that one, bro. <laughs>
<laughs> plus minus might be the most meaningless stat, bro. Like I used to take it into consideration, but then really thinking about it, you know, seeing guys, I mean, a, a guy like Furk on Korkmaz, for example, could come on the floor and be a plus 20, not because like, he did anything, just because he was on the floor when someone else was heating up. You know what I mean? But yeah, Kyrie was blowing out on us and, and Ben does have to step up against those guys. And I've seen him do it against some of these, you know, bigger stars. So you can't really use that as an example. Now, I like the confidence from Ben, but I, I, you know, I mean, he got you on that one. Like Kyrie did have a pretty good game. I'm not even going to lie. Um, this is a great interview, by the way. What is the major difference with this team under Doc? Is it a system of accountability? It's everything. Everyone holding each other, everybody holding each other accountable. We have a group of guys that are willing to hang out with each other, be friends. When you have guys that do that, that's great. Um, let's see. Funniest person on Sixers, Dwight. Let's see. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... Let's see. The playoffs are coming. The Sixers might be the best team in the world. What are you looking forward to about the playoffs? It's been a, a trek to get over this hump the last few years. What's going to be the shift? If we get the number one seed, we keep our hopes up. Um, knowing we have home court advantage. Yeah, I agree. To do what? Are y'all going to win the championship? Win the chip. I genuinely believe that. I feel like there's been years where guys would have said it on the Sixers, but I don't think we really believed it. But I genuinely think this is the year. Well, I like the confidence from Ben saying that this is our year. Like, we are all in. I, I agree. I, I think the opportunity is there to get to the finals. I think the team that it's going to depend on is the Sixers. Like, are we going to shoot ourselves in the foot? Or are we going to play to our maximum capacity? You know what I mean? But I don't necessarily agree about the guys would have said it on the Sixers, but I don't think we believed it. Maybe some years. But, for example, two years ago when we had um, – Jimmy Butler and you know we were one lucky bounce away from going to the Eastern Conference Finals I feel like we could have beat the Bucks I feel like we could have beat the Warriors in the finals because they were banged up you know what I mean so I feel like that year we kind of uh I feel like we had a chance you know um let's see how do you go about saying you're going to win a chip without believing you're going to win a chip <laughs> you're trying to trick yourself um I feel like we genuinely believe we're here to win a chip. That's the only reason we come in. That's why we want to dominate games. Well, you're going to be a big reason why, Ben. You're going to be a big reason why. Um, talking about the Brooklyn game. Uh, let's see. Good question. Yo, this shout out to Tyrell, man. This is a good interview, man. Is this, is this how, is that how you explain your approach to the season, Ben? Has that mindset changed in terms of your overall numbers, or is it just doing whatever it takes to get wins? It's do whatever it takes. If we win a chip, that's our goal. Nobody's worried about numbers. I agree 100%. Nobody's worried about numbers. In past years, guys have been worried about certain numbers and stats, things like that. Who? But if I'm able to make game-winning plays, dive on a loose ball, get deflections, being where my teammates need me to be, I feel like that's how you win chips. If you're an individual and you're worried about stats, you're in the wrong place. I mean, I agree with that. You know, at the end of the day, like I said, Ben averages 8-8-8, eight, eight, and eight, we win the chip. I have no problem. But if we if he averages 8-8-8 eight, eight, and eight, and we get bounced in the second round, then I'm going to have a huge issue with that. I've said that all along, you know? Um... What about the in-between? Because an easy criticism of that is saying you can want both. You've scored around 10 points a game this month, but y'all are winning. What if you were scoring 18 and were winning? That's a good point. 
That's a good point. He says, what if I'm scoring 20 and we're losing? You can look at it. I mean, come on, Ben. You, you didn't really answer the question. That That's what we've been kind of, you know, that's what we kind of been saying. You know what I mean? Even though we're number one seed in the East, maybe if you scored, a, you know, four, six, eight more points a game, maybe it takes a little bit of the burden off us. You know what I mean? Instead of kicking it out for a tight contested jump shot with two on the shot clock, you take a mismatch and it's an easy bucket, you know? So I, again, if, if Ben were to get up scoring 20 a game there, I don't see anybody stopping this team. Uh, but I agree, you know, winning is, will cure everything. But the, the fact of the matter is with the version of Ben Simmons we get now, is that going to ensure that we are going to win? You know what I mean? Or does Ben have to step up knowing the demands on him, knowing that he's being paid one of the top bucks to be one of the men on this team? Um, is it enough right now what we're getting from Ben? Is it going to be enough in a potential series against the Nets or this team or that? You know what I mean? There's a lot of factors that go into it. But great read. Just wanted to come in and react to it a little bit with you guys. Great questions. I like some of Simmons' answers. I like his confidence. Um, but he's got to keep up the aggressiveness, man. And it's good. Like I said, like I've been saying, the playoffs are going to tell a lot about this team. A lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. What we do for the future, how we can proceed forward. Um, and it's really going to test us to our limits. But those are just my thoughts, guys. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Hold on. Let's see if we can go back here. Bang. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Let me know all your guys' thoughts on the article down below in the comments section. Give me everything, man. And be sure to sub up my second channel. Content coming soon. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I'll catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.